United States. At RV Solutions, they want to set you up with exactly the right way to travel. From the very smallest to the very largest, doesn't matter. They want to make sure that you have the way to travel that's perfect for you, that's perfect for your family. If you want to take your dogs or your cat or whatever, they have a huge selection of travel trailers, toy haulers, and fifth wheels, just depending on, again, what it is you like to do. Go to MyRVSolutions.com, noodle around the internet, take a look at what they have on the lot, and then call them and talk to them. They want to set you up with your perfect way to travel. Take the 52 to the Convoy Street exit, RV Solutions, where they make you a happy camper. Friday night in San Diego, it's Darren and Jack on News Radio 600 Kogo. My name is Lou Penrose, sitting in for Darren and Jack. Darren and Jack are off this whole week. Good to be with you. Happy Friday night. Uh, thank you for tuning in and spending uh, the Friday evening with me. Uh, lots to talk about tonight, and I got a lot of things I want to get to. Uh, it's been a crazy week, and uh, it has been a uh, just a, a crazy time uh, here at Kogo and in the newsroom uh, as the, uh, the, the the election is really heating up. And I think well, we had three or four candidates for governor in San Diego just today. I know that uh, Larry Elder, the radio talk show host, held the press conference. I know that Caitlyn Jenner was at the U.S.-Mexico border uh, today. John Cox was in San Diego today. And I believe... Governor Gavin Newsom is in San Diego tonight doing a fundraising event, uh, but he'll be uh, touring the state all weekend uh, to uh, to encourage people to vote no on the recall, and so he can stay as governor. So just a, a lot of stuff going on, uh, and uh, right, the traffic uh, patterns are, are are getting back to normal, and people are uh, driving around, getting out of town, and uh, it's just been a, a crazy, crazy time. So head spinning here in the newsroom, uh, but lots to talk about tonight. I'm glad to settle in with you. All right, so first things first, uh, despite the Delta variant, despite the Lambda variant, despite the concerns that so many have that we are going back into a season where we will see more and more positive cases of COVID, companies uh, are trying their best to get back to normal and trying their best to get their employees uh, to get back to normal. Uh, But it's just not working out. And more companies now are delaying fully reopening their offices, uh, as Fox News's Ginny Casola reports. Facebook's office return was planned for October. Now teams in the U.S. will not go back until January of 2022. Yeah, so uh, for Facebook, they're not even considering going back in the fall or until after Christmas. Not exactly sure what they do there in the office at Facebook, but there's a lot of people that work for them. Hasbro planned to return employees to offices after Labor Day. Now it has pushed back the date to mid-October, and Hasbro will also require U.S. employees to be fully vaccinated before coming into work. AT&T is mandating vaccination for management to enter a workplace and face masks in most locations. Job site Indeed says an increasing number of job openings are requiring applicants to be vaccinated, though it's a tiny fraction of the millions of listings. Ginny Coselda, Fox News. Indeed has 4.6 million listings of job openings, uh, many of which are going to require you uh, to have a vaccine. I I don't know that that's going to be the barrier. I I really don't. I mean, we're at 73% here in San Diego of all eligible people fully vaccinated. 
and more and more people are getting vaccinated as a result of uh, this new Delta thing floating around. So I, I don't know that any that any longer is going to be a barrier. No, no one's going to not work because uh, of, of the requirement to get the vaccine, even though I'm not even sure it's completely legal to require you to have a vaccine. And at some point it will be tested, but it'll be too late. Everyone will already have been tested because, I mean, if you ha- if you need a job, uh, you got to make a rent payment. Uh, you-, you need to put food on the table for your family. You're not going to wait around for a court case to work its way through uh, federal court, appeals court, and then ultimately the Supreme Court. You're just going to go ahead and do what it takes to get the job. Um, so uh, it remains to be seen, but it does raise the question, uh, work is not going to be the same in so many ways. Even after we get through the vaccines, even after we get through the arguments about the face masks, even after we get through the arguments about, uh, you know, producing a positive test and all of that, uh, just think about how much different work is going to be. People don't feel well. They're, they're going to be compelled to stay home. Right. I mean, for most of my adult working life, what do you do? You wake up, you don't feel so good. Uh, you you know take uh, Tylenol or Advil or both. Uh, take cold medicine so your nose isn't running, and you put on your suit and you get up and go to work. Right. I mean, today that that would be considered a crime. It might be a crime. Uh, you know, before long here in the state of California, but it certainly you would never consider uh, if you have any symptoms at all. Not necessarily. You know, COVID, but symptoms that could be confused with COVID. Because as we go forward, there's still going to be colds out there. People are still going to have allergies. Um, You know, I have friends that work in Washington, D.C. The cherry blossoms are deadly. I mean, they just kill you. They look gorgeous, but if you have any allergies at all, uh, I still believe that was a it was a dirty bomb on the part of the Emperor of Japan uh, because those cherry blossoms just, I mean, they, they they take down half of Capitol Hill and its staff every year because you get allergy attacks and then you get infections in your nose and then the, it's just horrible. Uh, same thing uh, with the, when the, in Palm Springs uh, when they scalp the golf courses. Everybody gets allergy attacks. And, uh, you know, you can, you can so you know that it's happening. You know the cause of it. So you just take the medicines you can and you get to work. Now you'd never do that. And so I think taking time off because you think you might be sick is going to be something that managers are going to have to wrestle with because it's going to take a long time before anybody can question you on it. And certainly people will take advantage of that. Right? Everybody on the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday will call in concerned about having COVID, not concerned that they partied too much because their team won or their team lost. Uh, but you can certainly see uh, the Monday morning phone calls uh, that uh, people are just not feeling well uh, are going to uh, get convoluted a little bit. So we, we see that happening. I'm, I'm thinking in terms of a manager. Uh, I have managed teams and staffs uh, a lot. Uh, so if you have ever, and this is from managing a Burger King to managing teams uh, on con- congressional campaigns in government offices uh, and at uh, a CEO of, uh, of major organizations. I've managed teams. And so if you have been or are a manager, you understand what I'm talking about. This is going to be yet another challenge that you have that uh, 
uh, people might take advantage of the fact that nobody wants anybody with any symptoms coming into the office. And that also assumes that people will be coming into the office. I, I, I can't imagine, and that's the thing about paradigm shifts, right? You know, I, I've talked about paradigm shift. It's a fancy term. People use it all the time. Uh, it, 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 let me explain to you what a paradigm shift is. Uh, it wasn't that long ago when on a Friday night, uh, like tonight, uh, you know, my wife and I would uh, drive into town, go to the Blockbuster Video, rent a VHS cassette of a movie, if, it was, if the good movies were even left, drive it back to the house, watch the movie, and have to remember Saturday morning to get it back to the Blockbuster Video because they'll find you if it's late, and you had to rewind it. You remember this. That was normal. Um, you explain that to my 10-year-old, and he'll look at you like you're from Mars. That's the that's a paradigm shift, right? That 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 reality was so commonplace and so normal, it made all the sense in the world uh, to a ten year old or a twelve year old now. That just seems ridiculous. Right? Driving a cassette back into town to a great big store, so so it's it's hard to imagine what you know is it's going to be like when uh, this is all over. But people are used to working from home and don't necessarily want to. Uh, go into work. They want to continue working off their laptop and their desktop, and the technologies allow for security so that you can get into the office database uh, and do your work on your own time. It's going to be quite interesting to see how managers handle all that. Uh, when we get back, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the technological changes that are about to take place that might make this a very, very, very different workplace environment. Coming up next, Lou Penrose in for Darren and Jack on News Radio 600 Kogo. You only have to answer a few health questions. Our application is 100% online and can be done in about 10 minutes. You might even get same-day coverage. At Ethos, we match you with the right policy and the right price for you from top-rated carriers with no medical exams and no blood tests. Now you can spend less time sorting through confusing paperwork and more time with the loved ones you want to protect. Go to ethoslife.com today to apply in minutes. That's ethoslife.com. Ethos Technologies, Inc. operates in California as Ethos Life Insurance Services. Not available in all states and prices subject to underwriting and certain health questions. Darren and Jack on News Radio 600 Kogo, Lou Penrose sitting in for Darren and Jack until 8 o'clock tonight. Good to be with you. The iHeart Radio Music Festival is back. And it is scheduled for September 17th and 18th, and it is happening at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Two nights, one stage. While the world is listening on the iHeartRadio app, you could be there live and in person. Three chances every weekday for you to win a trip for two, plus $1,000. iHeart throwing in $1,000 to make this a sweet deal. 1000 bucks spending money. Keep listening for your chance to win right here on News Radio 600 Kogo. 800-600-GOGO is my telephone number, 800-600-5646, if you want to get in on this discussion. Uh, so many companies are changing the way they do business, changing the way that they make themselves available to their employees. Uh, a lot of employees are, have found themselves in love with that, this idea of remote working, or at least partially remote working. That's going to be a challenge for uh, human resources. Should cut down a bit on the, the sexual harassment training requirements. I mean, 
we could hope anyway, uh, because they've just become so uh, administrative. Uh, but uh, it, it it will be one of those things. It will, as I mentioned, you know the 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 rise and fall of the blockbuster video building uh, in town, right? That that's the paradigm shift that we're about to see. I don't know that all these office buildings we see in downtown San Diego uh, will be uh, ever used to full capacity. Uh, certainly if a third on any given day of all office workers are working from home and they've figured out a way to do it. And that's based on the technology that we understand now. I was in Washington, D.C., and I remember listening to a futurist, I think is what they called uh, him. Uh, He was giving uh, remarks about uh, futurism. These are people that study the future. And I'm fascinated by their ability to understand or even imagine what the future is going to be. Uh, But he was telling me that in the next 25 years, science and technology will be from four to seven times more advanced. Four to seven times more advanced in the next 25 years. And I said, well, I mean, what is that? I don't know. What's four times more advancement of technology? I mean, what does that even mean? He said, that means by 2045, and you'll be alive, you know, God willing, you'll be alive, 2045. By 2045, technology will be as advanced forward as 1895 is backwards. In other words, it would be like you talking to somebody in 1895 and explaining to them what you did today. So what did you do today? I said, well, I, I got up, uh, you know, drove to the airport, flew to Dulles, uh, and then took a, you know, a shuttle uh, to the hotel to be here to listen to this futurism speech before going to work on Capitol Hill. They said, right, you got up with an alarm clock that wasn't invented to an air-conditioned house in California, which wasn't invented to get into a car that wasn't invented, to drive to an airport that wasn't invented, to take an airplane that wasn't invented, checked your iPhone for last-minute texts and messages, which wasn't invented, to watch the movie on the plane that wasn't invented, uh, to land at Dulles, which wasn't there, to take a shuttle that you texted to let them know that you were arriving. None of those kinds of systems were invented. To come to a hotel that wasn't invented, to take a selfie with me to post it on your Facebook page. Imagine having that conversation with somebody from 1895. Imagine having that conversation with John Walton uh, or, or or Charles Ingalls from Little House on the Prairie. Right? They, they would look at you like you were... Uh, they, they, they couldn't even conceive of the things you're talking about. A cell phone. When they didn't even have a phone. Right? That's the way the world's going to be in 2045. We can't even begin to imagine the things that are going to be around us, technologically speaking. Just like somebody from 1895 could never conceive of the day you just had. But it was very commonplace, right? I mean, nothing unusual about driving to the airport, hopping on a plane, uh, and uh, you know, coming into a town to go listen to a, you know, be part of a, a gathering or a convention or something, and then working in another city in the same day. Right? That's that's very normal to us. But to somebody in 1895, it would be mind blowing. 
And and that's what we're up against. That that's what 2045 is going to be. That by the way, that is if science and technology is four times as advanced as it is today. If it's seven times as advanced, you don't you don't go back to 1895. You go back to the 1600s. Mid- medieval times. Like, you know, when when calculus was first invented. So, I mean, you know, it, 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 it's probably going to land somewhere between four and seven times more advanced, which means we can't even wrap our heads around the kinds of things uh, that are going to be available to us. And, and frankly, you don't even really know all the things your iPhone can do now. <laughs> I mean, I'm just stumbling into the levels of convenience uh, that the iPhone can do. I mean, I'm still printing out boarding passes. Only my last trip. A couple of weeks ago, when I was on vacation, did I uh, have the guts to actually you know, download the QR code to get on the plane? But I still printed out the boarding pass to keep it in my uh, in my uh, in my baggage, just in case. 800-600-COGO is my telephone number. 800-600-5646. So it, it's 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 you know, when when you say, well, how is this all going to work? Some people are going to work from home. Some people are going to be uh, in the office. Uh, they're going to have to do a you know Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday schedule. I mean, how's this all going to work? It, it, it we're not going to have to worry about it. The de- technology will be so amazing at the velocity that technology is being improved uh, that. Uh, these are not going to be questions or concerns we need to have. The, 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 the only question and concern is how to put the technology to the best use. Right now, it's not being put to the best use. I mean, the, the level of technology that exists in your iPhone is far superior than that uh, on the Apollo space mission. Yet most people use their iPhone to take photographs of cats and post it on YouTube. So I don't think that's the best uh, and uh, and and uh, you know strongest use of the technology, but that's for the most part what we do. Um, but it's it's going to be. I think it ought to be a a very uh, you know wondrous time as we go over the next twenty five years uh, and make it work for us in a way that you know makes our lives uh, you know a little bit more fun and not necessarily more stressful. But it's, it's going to definitely be a change. And as you heard uh, in the uh, piece that I played, uh, companies are just trying to wrap their heads around them. Uh, I, I'm just interested to see what exactly is going to happen with all these commercial office parks and all these commercial buildings. Because they, they, they are tremendously valuable. Most people that hold them uh, hold them in lease agreements or have payments on them. Uh, and companies are not going to be paying for empty buildings. So it's... Uh, some good stuff. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, San Francisco will never change. That is something that I think we can all agree. Uh, the folks in San Francisco are, are very upset with their district attorney. The district attorney in San Francisco, uh, District Attorney Boudin, is uh, failing to prosecute most of property crimes that are taking place and people that have just been victimized. It's, it's, just, it's just enough to be annoying, right? If you've ever spent some time or have talked to anybody that spent some time in San Francisco, you often have to roll your car window down if you're parking on the street because they'll break your car window and steal or look for stuff to steal that has nominal value. I have a friend that lived there, got his car window broken, and they stole his charger cable, like a $3 thing you could get at 7-Eleven. The problem with leaving your car open is then the homeless move into your car and you can't get them out. 
So it's a real challenge in San Francisco. Uh, and law and order has completely melted down, and people are trying to change uh, the direction of what's happening specifically at the district attorney's office there in San Francisco. So there has been an effort to recall the San Francisco district attorney. His name is Chesa Budin. And uh, they are gathering signatures and working really hard to uh, to, to get a, a recall going there in San Francisco. The problem is that recall, that local recall of a district attorney in San Francisco has become confused with the recall of Governor Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom, very popular in San Francisco. He was the mayor of San Francisco. So the people... Uh, in San Francisco are still very supportive of their local guy, Gavin Newsom, and they don't like people trying to recall him. So there was a bit of a run-in at a sign-up booth to gain signatures to recall the district attorney, who nobody likes in San Francisco. Everybody in San Francisco has had it with the low-level property crime, right? Walgreens are closing down. Targets are closing up. People are walking in uh, in the the broad daylight, just brazenly taking taking anything less than $950 worth of booze or makeup, clothing. Uh, They're just walking out of stores with it. Uh, And the district attorney in San Francisco has pledged to not prosecute these low-level crimes because he thinks it's... Uh, I don't know, disproportionately affecting people of color or whatever his rationale, stupid progressive rationale is. Uh, So people do want him recalled. They don't want the governor recalled. And they saw a recall sign and it it didn't end well. So when we come back, I have the audio for you. It's really good stuff and I want you to hear it. So that's coming up next. Lou Penrose in for Darren and Jack on News Radio 600 Kogo. Uh, and my telephone number, if you want in on this discussion, it is Friday, so anything goes, 800-600-COGO, 800-600-5646. Fox News, until NATO. The Taliban offensive in Afghanistan is expanding. The first of 3,000 U.S. Marines and soldiers arriving in Afghanistan this weekend are finding a grim reality. The Taliban took four more provincial capitals on Friday. The U.S. troops are there to evacuate American diplomats from the U.S. Embassy in Kabul. Sources told Fox on Friday that officials destroyed sensitive documents and equipment at the embassy. Fox's Carolyn Shively. California's Dixie Fire isn't slowing down as firefighters battle high winds and a heat wave. Cal Fire's Edwin Zaniga. We're in another red flag warning event starting today. Uh, We had thunderstorms last night. Uh, it's Mother Nature just kind of keeps throwing us uh, obstacles uh, our way. The fires destroyed nearly 520,000 acres so far. America's listening to Fox News. Friday night in San Diego on the Darren and Jack show. Lou Penrose sitting in for Darren and Jack tonight. On News Radio 600 Kogo, good to be with you. Happy Friday. What a week it's been. All right, so uh, let's go up to San Francisco. Uh, they are trying to gather signatures to recall the district attorney there in San Francisco. District attorney uh, does not want to prosecute for low-level property crimes, and the people of San Francisco are sick and tired of it because they're getting their cars broken into and their shops are just being ransacked and people are just walking out with stuff because word gets around among crooks. Uh, and, uh, so they're, 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 they're tables up and they're gathering signatures. Well, 
there are people in San Francisco that don't understand that it's a different recall. And the pro-Newsom folks, and San Francisco is certainly a pro-Newsom center, right? Former mayor of San Francisco, very popular up there, uh, misunderstood and thought that these people were gathering signatures, I guess, to recall Gavin Newsom, uh, which is, I mean, the, uh, talk about being a little bit behind the news. Uh, the, that The signature gathering process is over. The ballots will be in the mail uh, this weekend. Uh, so the woman, this woman ran up to the table where they're gathering signatures to recall the district attorney because everyone's sick of people stealing stuff in San Diego and steals the banner. Here it is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Following my property. You want to drop it right there? It's our committee's property. You're now taking off with it. So a woman comes up to the table where they're gathering signatures, thinks it's an anti-Newsome pro-recall you know, thing and rips down the big banner that says recall the DA throws over the table and is now walking off. So she's stealing private property and they are gathering signatures to recall the DA because he won't prosecute people for stealing private property. Is that ironic or just crazy? off with it. You have taken the committee's property. A legal committee doing legal work, doing legal, collecting signatures and advertising. You're holding in your hand our property. Yeah, there's the guy that's uh, organizing the signature gathering. The thing that's funny about this is that only in San Francisco, because any of this, I grew up in New York. And you get hit in the side of the head with a two before if you, you know, grabbed stuff from people. I mean, you're not going to be able to touch things and walk away without getting hit. Now, I know that you shouldn't do that. And technically, you'd be wrong because that's assault. And assault trumps theft. Uh, so you're not allowed to punch people in the head for stealing your stuff. But in the real world, uh, and certainly prior to cell phone cameras, uh, people would get punched in the head if they took your stuff. Right, you walk. You 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 bicycle chained up. Right, you go inside. Ooh, I forgot. Uh, you know, forgot something. Go turn around. Go outside. Walk outside. Somebody's got a, a bolt cutter about to steal your bike. What are you gonna do? You're gonna kick him in the mouth. Right. You can't do that anymore now, because someone's rolling film on you, and then you get to go to jail, even though the crook is trying to steal your stuff. So you, you can't like I don't even think you could actually rip the banner out from under her arm without technically violating the law. So he's just following her, I guess, trying to talk some sense into her as she's walking down the street of San Francisco with stolen property. Collecting signatures and advertising. You're holding in your hand our property. Where are you going to take our property, ma'am? Where are you going with it? Right, and it just it goes on. Uh, he's walking and filming uh, the sullen uh, brute of a woman uh, who thinks that she's helping the cause of keeping Gavin Newsom as governor when actually she's hurting the cause of gathering signatures to recall the district attorney uh, because everyone's sick and tired of people stealing stuff in San Francisco. So classic. And if you caught uh, you know, the very beginning of the footage, she didn't want to be filmed. So she ripped down the sign, folds it up, puts it under her arm, and marches off. Uh, and she, what did she say? Go ahead. Don't harass me. Yeah, don't harass me. She, don't harass me. She thinks that she's being harassed because she's being filmed.
She doesn't want to be filmed. I understand that uh, the uh, the committee to uh, gather signatures to recall the district attorney in San Francisco turned the information over to the San Francisco Police Department, uh, and the San Francisco Police Department said, uh, well, it's not $950 worth of a sign, so under uh, county rules, we're not going to prosecute. So that's where we are. I mean, the inmates are running the asylum. Maniacs are running around out there now in the state of California. People get mad. Uh, that you are participating uh, in your civic uh, right uh, in, uh, you know, whether it's gathering signatures to recall the district attorney because he won't prosecute thieves uh, or, you know, and this woman mistakenly thought that they were advocating the recall of the governor. She thinks it's absolutely right that she grabs stuff like a great big sign and walks off with it. So I, I, I tweeted out to the person that filmed this, and like, what you should do is follow her, and then right as she gets into her car, jump inside the car and steal her car. That would be, I think, a good turn of events. Or wherever she goes. I mean, if she's walking back to her house, right, just follow her, and then as soon as she unlocks her front door, jump in front of her, run inside the house, and steal her television set. Or break something of hers. That's really what we should be doing. That's not responsible, Lou. I know, but that's where we are. All right, 800-600-COGO, 800-600-5646. One more i got to get to. Uh, CDC issued new uh, traveling guidelines. I know airports and airfares are going up like crazy. Everyone's buying tickets, but you might not want to go to Aruba. Before you book that flight for your getaway to Aruba, listen to this. The CDC has added Aruba to its avoid travel list due to an increase in COVID-19 cases. Also newly added to the CDC's list, France, French Polynesia, Iceland, Israel, and Thailand. All right. France, French, I don't want to go to France. Uh, I don't think you do either. French Polynesia does sound nice. Is that, hey, is, is, is that, uh, I mean, what's in French Polynesia? Is that where the, the huts are on top of the clear water on stilts? Is that French po- That would be good. France, French Polynesia, Iceland, Israel, and Thailand. Iceland. Who the hell goes to Iceland? The CDC's travel recommendation website page says if you must travel to these locations, make sure you are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 first. Yep. Those countries join earlier ones put on the list that include Greece, Iran, and Ireland. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that anyone is going to Iran. Um, Greece and Ireland, yes. Uh, so they're on the list with France. Uh, I don't know that the CDC has to urge anybody uh, to get a a COVID test before traveling to Iran. Um, they're not real f- friendly towards Americans. I, I, I mean, I just, I, I, is that even a travel advisory? That's, let me tell you something. Uh, if you're an American right now and you're traveling to Tehran uh, with a U.S. passport, which I don't even think you can do since we don't have an embassy there and we have no diplomatic relations with the nation of Iran, uh, getting COVID, uh, not really high on your concern list. There. In addition to the warning from the CDC, the State Department has also issued a level four do not travel warning for France, Iceland, and French Polynesia. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. French Polynesia. A lot of people going there. And I don't know who is going. I don't know. If, does Iceland even have a, a Bureau of Tourism? And 
what's I mean, what's their concern? What what's the COVID uh, positivity rate in Iceland? Is it high? Is it is that a concern that anyone? Strange countries there on the new CDC list. All right, eight hundred six hundred Kogo is my telephone number. Lou Penrose in for Darren and Jack tonight until eight o'clock. I'm gonna take a quick break when we get back. Um, I got to, still got some more things I got to share with you, and also, uh, oh yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on here with the. With, with the boys. It's all coming up. All right. Lots of stuff to get to. Stay with us. Lou Penrose in for Darren and Jack on News Radio 600 Coco. We have created iHeartRadio just so you can put us in your pocket and take us with you everywhere you go. Your favorite station, like News Radio 600 Coco, all your favorite music, all the podcasts, and it's all about the podcast now. Everybody's got a podcast. Everybody. They gave me a podcast, and I don't even know how to download my own podcast. But I don't need to, because I know what I said. Anyway, it's all free, uh, and it's available wherever you are, whenever you want to listen to. Now in your home, you can listen to Lou Penrose by just saying, Alexa, play me Lou Penrose on News Radio 600 Kogo. Well, you'd have to say, play Darren and Jack. And then you'd get me, at least for tonight. But you're listening now, so you, you don't want to listen to it twice. Uh, but it's that easy. I mean, whether it's you know the, the, the Mile Report uh, or anybody else that uh, has a podcast, you just talk to Alexa and boom, it, it's now coming out of the speaker. So uh, whether you want to hear songs uh, or have it stream on Roku, uh, Sonos, uh, hundreds of other platforms, quite amazing. It's Friday. This is a good night to do it. Uh, go ahead to pick up your phone and download the free iHeartRadio app, and then you'll have the weekend to play with it. Uh, and it'll all be great. 800-600-COGO is my telephone number. 800-600-5646. Lou Penrose in for Darren and Jack until 8 o'clock tonight. Wrapping up a crazy week. I- I'm still a-, a bit stunned by the CDC travel guidelines and those countries that they listed. Those countries join earlier ones put on the list that include Greece, Iran, and Ireland. Yeah. Uh, so France, French Polynesia, Greece, Iran, Ireland, and Iceland. Just, I mean, it just Greece. I get, but I, I mean, it's, it's an awful far travel from San Diego, uh, long distance to fly in the middle of COVID. I don't. I mean, COVID rules could change while you're on the plane. Brent's taking a vacation. You're not going to any of those countries. You're not going to Ireland or Iran. Uh, you're going to uh, Wisconsin in the yeah, summer. It's kind of like Canada, so it's kind of like another country. It's kind of like another. Well, you can't get into Canada. They're not letting anybody in or out of Canada, or maybe they're not letting Canadians in. But uh, I'm uh, I'm hopeful that you will have good weather because, as I recall, Wisconsin in August can be a little sticky. It's very humid there, yes. <laughs> it's been muggy here in San Diego over the last two weeks, which is why I'm taking the boys to the beach tomorrow. Uh, just a, you see the just a little tick in humidity in San Diego, and just how noticeable it is. I can't imagine 80 degrees with. 60, 70% humidity in Wisconsin is going to be... A- Put it this way, the other day it was 82, and they had a heat advisory. Yeah, 82 in Wisconsin in August. And plus the mosquitoes the size of you know, F-35. Oh, dude, so- I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> you're going to make me cancel my flight. Stop talking. So you're going to go visit your family, and you're going to stay indoors in the air conditioning the whole time. Yes. Yeah. That is if, by the way, the Biden administration already eyeing limiting people from traveling uh, interstate uh, unless you can demonstrate COVID vaccination. So uh, you need to get there and get home before you get locked in the state. You might you might get stuck in Wisconsin uh, until uh, until the uh, you know the border uh, checkpoints open up. 
Well, have yourself a good vacation. I'm glad uh, that you're going to get some time with the family. You're going to be gone for a week? Uh, yeah, Wednesday through Sunday. Okay. All right. See? Kogo folks do allow people to take vacations around here from time to time. I do appreciate that. Uh, yeah, so uh, the, the humidity has uh, gotten to my boys. I have three, an 8-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 12-year-old. Uh, loud Italian boys. We are the loudest house on the block. Uh, and summertime uh, is uh, even worse because when the air conditioner is not running, uh, the windows are open. So everybody knows when all my boys are home. Uh, and uh, they, they just, uh, they've been wanting to go. To the, we haven't gone to the beach all week. And so they, I promised them that uh, Saturday we're going to get to hit that surf and get them in the ocean and, uh, and wear them out. So that's going to be on the agenda uh, for the uh, Penrose crew on Saturday. And then Sunday, I suspect I'll spend Sunday vacuuming out my car. We are getting closer and closer to that finale, right? Um, I mean, you, I mean, you, San Diego, you can surf all year, but the, the, the boys uh, you know, can only handle so many temperatures below 65. So uh, there's a, you know, a ceremonious kind of weekend Sunday that happens sometime around mid to late September uh, where I say, all right, let's, uh, let's you know, get all the surfboards on the racks and uh, I need everyone all hands on deck and get out there with the vacuum and we get two or three vacuums together and we start sa- vacuuming the sand uh, out of mommy and daddy's car. That's always a very, very fun Sunday for me. And almost inevitably, uh, the very next Sunday, we have an unseasonably hot heat wave weekend uh, and we get sand right back in the car. That's a that's the way the pattern is going. Uh, but very excited. Um, I mentioned that I have three. One has been for the very first time in his life uh, at overnight sleepaway camp for the last couple of days. So uh, he should be returning, and I'm looking forward to those stories. I'm very annoyed that the sleepaway camp capitulated uh, and uh, compelled them to wear masks. So I don't know how much fun it has been in the mask. It's so stupid to me uh, that the kids are wearing. These are for fully vaccinated people, too, because you have to demonstrate proof of vaccination to sign up for the camp, which I was able to accomplish. Uh, but then they still had to wear masks. And um, my wife and I, are. I mean, it was too late to back out, and I, he was so excited about it. I just really just bothers me to no end that his very first camp experience uh, in, an, in a very expensive overnight camp. Uh, I have to see photographs because they send you photographs like daily. Uh, and I see photographs of him having a good time, but wearing that stupid mask. So that's my personal jihad is to get the children out of these masks. I, I don't know what avenue we have to take. Um, I, I'm willing to participate in, in any uh, you know, effort. I know that there are lawsuits going on uh, to uh, sue the school districts, and uh, these things take weeks and months and require all kinds of money. I don't know if we need to have a new governor, or if we need to have a new school board, or if we need to get to 100% vaccination, or whatever it has to be. I don't care about the you know me wearing a mask in a restaurant. I don't care about me wearing a mask at the gym. I don't care about me having to wear a mask going inside a shopping center. Uh, I'll, I'll make all those decisions on my own. I really want to get the children out of these disgusting, hot, sweaty masks. And it's looking as if it, it may very well happen prior to Labor Day if my political instincts are as strong as they have been. 
And if not, it may very well happen the day after the election on September 15th, because every candidate that is standing for election has said that on the first day of office, they will end the mask requirements uh, for public school children. So that's one avenue and one that I'm working toward. But I still think that there is an opportunity uh, if, in fact, this governor sees some polling numbers that shows that he might lose being governor, may come out and make a statement and say, uh, I've looked at the numbers, I've looked at the research, I've looked at the science, and I've made the decision that we are going to abide by the CDC guidelines uh, and no longer require, because that's what it would be. The CDC does not require children who are fully vaccinated to wear masks, nor do they require children under the third grade. Uh, so he could just align himself with the CDC uh, and uh, and be you know, beloved by every parent of the 6.1 million public school children in the state of California. So I think that might be a political decision that he could choose to make. We'll see what happens. But um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because these masks have got to go. Absolutely have to go. For the kids, you can wear a mask. Everyone can wear a mask till Christmas. Uh, You can wear a mask till the cows come come home. But I want to get the kids out of these masks. Just not. Teachers can wear a mask if they want. But the kids have got to get out of these masks because they're terrible. All right. Uh, So good to spend time with you on a Friday night. I truly do appreciate it. I thank Darren and Jack for giving me the opportunity to sit in for them. Uh, And I'm not sure if uh, if I'm covering for them on Monday and Tuesday of next week either. But uh, until then, have yourselves a fantastic weekend and stay tuned. News is next on News Radio 600 Kogo.